So could you explain how people approach the consulate, how they engage with the consulate? And then could you talk about how you then try to engage with them once they are at the consulate? There's an average of 500 people a day that come through the consulate for a lot of different services. It's the busiest Mexican consulate, I think, in the world. It is, and the largest. And so we have a lot of people that are there waiting just waiting for their documents. They might have already gone through the paperwork and now they're just waiting for their document to be delivered. So we have them there sitting in the waiting room for approximately 20 to 25 minutes while this transaction is completed. And then in that moment, we figure that was an opportunity for us to do outreach. One of the things that we figured was a really good strategy and it has been proven to be quite fruitful is to let people know that these services are available immediately after this uh, presentation. So there isn't that waiting period where we lose a lot of people. We know when we're doing research or we are doing outreach, that wait period uh, is key. So that is one of the ways, the main way in which we get uh, people to come and use our services. The other way is through outreach externally. So we partner up with a lot of organizations in the community that uh, provide other kinds of services. So we have a lot of partner organizations in the county that are directing people to the consulate so that we can help them. And it goes in another way as well. When you're an undocumented immigrant, it's really hard to reach out for help. There's a lot of things that can go wrong in that you somebody can report you um maybe you talk to the wrong person or they they ask you for your social security number to even access the services so what we've done is we we've, we've talked to these organizations and we've ensured that they can service the undocumented immigrant population that they are not going to be asking for any of these um, scary numbers or these questions and so we what we do is we make sure that we we are a bridge between the undocumented um, immigrants looking for mental health services um, of a higher level of care, and then the organizations that do have some funding through the county to provide these services. We started groups um, last um, spring, and we had a group with a recurrent participation of 12 people ongoing every single Wednesday. They were there participating and learning about their mental health and well-being. Um, we called it um, Curso de Bienestar Emocional, where they were learning about emotional well-being and how to um, detect symptoms of anxiety and depression and how they could reach out and seek services for themselves and their families. Uh, are there groups that you're now beginning to get worried about that you're missing? Yes. And given that what's going on now, and this population of families that are disintegrated once they show up here. Yes, there's um, definitely um, a gap in services when it comes to refugee communities mm-hmm. that um, speak languages that are less common in this country. They've asked us if we provide services um, in Arabic or in mm-hmm. native languages uh, from Latin American countries as well that we don't speak. On the mental health side, the focus on the younger population, that folks between 18 and 25 are most vulnerable to develop anxiety and depressive disorders in particular, and especially if they experience difficulty post-immigration. Uh, so 
that's the population that we need we need to focus on and intervene because we know that primary prevention is much better than secondary prevention. But obviously, any, any kind of prevention that we can coordinate and design uh, will bring some good. So by that, you mean getting people engaged in getting help before these mental health problems become really exacerbated. Exactly, because access is such an issue and stigma is such a big issue. The earlier you intervene, the better. If they're not intervening when the crisis occurs, then cumulatively that's going to have an impact on their mental health.